The Web Delix podcast exists to educate, illuminate, and inform. It does not provide medical advice or recommendations as to any course of treatment, mental health or otherwise. You should always consult with a physician or other licensed healthcare professional, mental health or otherwise, before pursuing any personal growth program or course of treatment. The future of mental health treatment and peak performance enhancement is here. Welcome to the WebDelix podcast, brought to you by WebDelix, your trusted resource for plant medicine information on the web. By sharing real stories, expert interviews, and honest conversations, we're here to go beyond the myths and get to the truth. Here's your host, Scott Mason. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Web Delix Podcast, where we're on a journey to find out the truth about plant medicine and psychedelics, get rid of the myths, and change the narrative. I'm your host, Scott Mason, and I am so happy to welcome you to today's episode. We're going to spend a little time today thinking through, processing, putting together, and then drawing meaning from all of the knowledge and wisdom that the guests who we've interviewed over the past series of episodes have brought into the room, and then begin to think about how that relates to each of our lives. The interviews with the most recent series of guests that WebDelix pulled together have each focused on massive, big issues, and the discussions have been wide-ranging, and I've got to say, genuinely fascinating. We've touched on things like psychedelics and the law, psychedelics and their impact on the economy, and how the psychedelic renaissance may change the very structure of ethics, religious faith, or individuals, people's spirituality. We've talked about how psychedelics can completely alter how we view something as fundamental to our lives as the concept of career. We've had a fascinating and even provocative discussion about when and how we should have honest conversations about psychedelics with groups like our children. And we've gone really deep and talked about the implications of the psychedelics renaissance on long-term, seemingly intractable human evils like racism, poverty, and addiction. And if there's anything I've come to appreciate along the way, it's that the social, cultural, and fundamentally human issues that the psychedelic renaissance can touch upon and completely transform are as important and profound as any of the prior revolutions in the entire history of humanity. Now, I know that sounds dramatic, but I don't think it's an overstatement at all. You know, when I talk to my friends and colleagues about WebDelix, everything that I've learned so far on my journey through this incredible podcast, I sometimes can really relate to people who were living the days right before some of humanity's earlier major revolutions, like the agricultural revolution, the industrial revolution, even the technological revolution. We're going through our lives day to day, kind of being aware that these changes are happening around us, 
but not really thinking about the full scope of what they're going to mean for our lives. And so we can ignore them or maybe focus on this small part of it or read an article and be interested for a day or two, but then move on. Not necessarily making the changes that we need to make or adjusting the worldviews that we have in the way that we need to in order to deal with those forthcoming revolutions. Until one day, all of a sudden, we're in the middle of those revolutions. Those social changes are there, and it's too late to move back. And either you've adjusted to it, put yourself in a position to take advantage of it, benefited from it, stepped into it and accepted everything that is to come, or you get left behind. And if anything, this points to me to having important discussions about psychedelics and plant medicines right now. And I've got to say, being a part of this particular revolution is of major urgency for me. Because I care about people that can benefit from psychedelics and plant medicine. And I don't want them to be left out or left behind. The people I love deserve better than that. And I'd wager a fair amount of you listening or watching feel exactly the same way. And in fact, if it weren't for the great work that Webdelix is doing, and the incredible opportunity that I've had to be the host of this podcast and walk with you on this journey, I might be one of those people who got left behind. With that in mind, for a second, let's consider the most recent major social and cultural revolution that we've gone through, the technological revolution. The technological revolution as a comparison point for the psychedelic renaissance is actually, in my opinion, particularly apt because it brings to mind the statements by one of our guests, Colette Condorcita Schmidt, who in an episode that was primarily focused on understanding what shamanism is, went down a rabbit hole with me when she referred to psychedelics and plant medicines as a technology. I won't lie. At first, I was a little bit taken aback and skeptical when she referred to things like mushrooms or ayahuasca vines as technologies. I Come on, they're part of nature, at least as far as I was concerned. But as I listened to her explanation, and as I thought about it more and more later, I came to understand that it was actually next to impossible to argue with her. And I say that, by the way, as an ex-lawyer who's not afraid to argue. But in any event, thinking about psychedelics and plant medicines as technologies has actually helped me understand how they impact the larger world that we live in to be able to pull a deeper meaning and then connect all of the dots with all of the guests that we've had in order to frame a cohesive narrative around what the psychedelic renaissance means for our future as a people and, in fact, as a species. For instance, one of the reasons that we've been able to succeed as a species has been because of our ability to create 
systems and underlying structures like the legal system, the economic systems that we have around the world, or even concepts like career that enable us to not just have our basic needs met, but to be able to thrive. That's why episodes like Dustin Hoffman's interview about psychedelics and the law, or Brom Rector's interview on psychedelics and the economy, even Caesar Marin's episode about how psychedelics helped him change his career path are so important. If the psychedelic renaissance puts major systems that enable our species to prosper and thrive, like the law, in a position where they're playing catch-up, or is disrupting the systems that we have that serve similar functions like the economy or the concept of career paths into a position of extraordinary disruption, it's in the interest of every single person to understand this so we can best navigate and hopefully get ahead of those changes as well as be prepared to cope with them when they actually come. I mean, Let's just talk about the economy for a second. If the healthcare industry shifts because of the psychedelic and plant medicine renaissance, the economic impact of that shift, not to mention the way those services are provided, will completely transform everyone's experience on this earth. Because all of us, whether we like it or not, face healthcare issues at some point or another in our lives. And so understanding the potential impact on the economy, even if it's just via changes in the healthcare system, puts us in a position where we're going to be able to make the choices we need to make on an individual level in order to be able to successfully navigate a system that may radically alter and during our lifetimes, in fact, potentially in the immediate future. Carrying the technological revolution metaphor a step further, I actually was surprised to find the episodes dealing with psychedelics and religion, spirituality, shamanism, and ethical systems to be oddly comforting. Ethical systems, religious organizations, the human spiritual experience have been both remarkably resilient and flexible throughout humanity's entire course. And that's a real strength. As Rabbi Jonasson Goldson's answers to my questions about ethics and psychedelics, in his case coming from a conservative Orthodox Jewish perspective, showed me that some of the most ancient ethical systems that we have in the world actually provided perfectly adequate, reasonable, and thorough frameworks for examining what might appear to be changing norms about what's right and wrong, particularly with regards to the use of these substances, even though these frameworks might seem at first glance to be out of date. Similarly, Owen Fitzpatrick's discussion about how organized religion and people of faith might deal with the intensely personal and sometimes unorthodox approaches to spirituality that psychedelic engagement can bring was fascinating because he pointed out that 
how you interpret and what you do with these substances from a spiritual and even a religious perspective is to a large extent dependent on what you're bringing into the room. So to the extent that there may have been perceived threats that the psychedelic renaissance present to religious beliefs, some of those I figured after talking to the guests of those episodes were perhaps a little bit overblown. But at the same time, between Owen's episode and Colette's episode, which talked in more depth about um, shamanism as both a way of viewing and interacting with the spiritual and the sacred uh, that we might have lost as Western, in particular, religions move forward, as well as potential uh, touch points for neurodivergence and how we view the human brain's interaction with others throughout the social sphere really also got me to understand that from a spiritual perspective in particular, the psychedelic and plant medicine revolution opens doors to shifts in understanding, broadening of our spiritual perspectives, possibilities to become open to things that we might not have been open to before, as well as pulling lessons from the past and integrating them into a new era that all of us are entering into as these substances become more normalized within our society. I will argue strongly, and I bet a lot of you would agree, that evils such as the opioid epidemic, poverty, and racism aren't just social ills but they're manifestations of spiritual ills too. With that in mind, I found the episodes featuring Nathaniel Brown, Charles Patty, and Talia Eisenberg discussing those exact problems and the implications of the psychedelic and plant medicine revolution upon how we as a culture handle them to make the strongest possible case for embracing that change. To my eyes and to my heart. Charles Patty put it perfectly when he eloquently stated that disconnecting from each other creates a spiritual wound and that every time we wound each other, it's like we're poisoning God. And if you're willing to accept that thought, and I definitely do, then how can we turn away from a renaissance that may reconnect people who are in poverty from the rest of us. Or, as Nathaniel Brown so boldly stated, how can we not want to lean into a different world in which people who have suffered wounds because of racism are able to connect to their own inner power that was stripped away? And then we, in turn, as people of different racial groups, are able to come together why wouldn't we want that better world? And then, as Talia Eisenberg's interview so poignantly set forth, how could we not, as people of goodwill, want to embrace something that allows those who are suffering from disconnect with themselves because of addiction to reconnect, become whole again inside, and then reconnect with their families and their loved ones? And later, the world as a whole. How couldn't that be a revolution that all of us don't want to be a part of? I'll bet you're beginning to understand how and why 
The psychedelic and plant medicine renaissance has the power to be more hard-hitting, more expansive, and more personal than any of us might have imagined when we began this journey together. And on the topic of personalizing this renaissance, the next series of episodes is specifically designed to begin to move beyond the big picture and into the day-to-day lives that both we and those we care about have to experience every day. And what psychedelics and plant medicines can mean for transformation in areas of your life that you might not have even begun to imagine can be affected? Are you a parent struggling with a troubled teenager? Are you feeling burned out by your job? Do you have a toxic boss or are you worried that you're becoming one? Are you or someone that you care about struggling with issues related to aging or even with the end of life? Do you ever feel like you wish you could just be a little kid again out in the world, go on that trampoline and bounce around for a while? Are you striving to become a better leader? Do you feel like your career has trapped you and you want to experience professional freedom? Are you a practitioner of yoga and perhaps interested in how there may be modalities out there that can make what yoga brings to your life even more powerful? Have you ever lost a child before it was born? Or do you know someone who's had an abortion and may be struggling to deal with that? All of these things that are reality are the subject of the upcoming series of episodes. The stories that you're going to hear, the thinking that you're going to get to take in, and the potential opportunities for new ways of dealing with the challenges that everyday folks just like me face all the time are going to blow your mind and actually help you live a better life. This next part of the journey is perhaps the most exciting one of all, and I cannot wait to go on it with you. By the way, no matter where the next series of episodes takes us, and I can assure you, they're going to take us to some places that are pretty interesting. I continue my commitment to be honest with you and to keep it real. So it's time for us to jump in the saddle together, start a new leg of our journey, and begin to have some conversations about psychedelics and your life. If you like what we're doing, be sure to tell everyone that you know about us. And be sure to subscribe to the Webdelics podcast on your favorite audio channel or on YouTube. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social media channels, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And then go to our website, webdelics.com. That's W-E-B-D-E-L-I-C-S.com. And subscribe to our blog for reliable information about psychedelics and plant medicine that you can trust. And then make sure that you come back for the next episode of the Webdelics Podcast.
The Web Delix podcast exists to educate, illuminate, and inform. It does not provide medical advice or recommendations as to any course of treatment, mental health or otherwise. You should always consult with a physician or other licensed healthcare professional, mental health or otherwise, before pursuing any personal growth program or course of treatment.